0: This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. I was just taking a quick look at gas prices, at least around the city of Vancouver anyway, and it looks like the average price out there at most places is $1.62.9. That is unbelievably high. And we know that we're sitting at a record high, likely to go up a couple of more cents, right, in the next couple of days. And now we're hearing that the provincial government says that they might do something about this. But really, what can they do? Premier John Horgan said yesterday that his government is going to potentially look for ways to reduce gas prices if they continue to go up. But when he kept getting asked about, listen, why is this happening? Why are the gas prices so high? He said, hey, don't point a finger at us. We'll see how it goes through the summer, and if there's an opportunity uh, to uh, have the province step in and help, we'll do that. But uh, at this point, I'm hopeful that uh, there will be some correlation between the commodity price and the retail price. Uh, Those are issues that are market-driven and out of my control. That's what he said, out of their control on that one. He also made the note that his government had driven up prices by two cents over the past 18 months. And he says the rest of the markup is essentially blamed on the market. So, what, if anything, can the government actually do to bring down gas prices? And I know this is a popular idea. We all like that idea that there's some kind of mechanism that the government can suddenly do. You'd say, hey, tell them to take some of the tax off. Okay. But then that's a hit to the Revenue that the province takes in, and guess what? They're going to take that money somewhere else. So what, realistically, can they do? That's a question that we have. Stuart Press joins us now, political scientist at Simon Fraser University. Hi, Stuart. Hi, Simi. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing well, thanks. Excellent.
0: Thank you. So um, hearing these comments from the Premier yesterday, I was wondering what possibly the government could do. Is there something that the government could do about gas prices?
1: Well, I mean, there is a certain amount of, uh, I guess, relief they could provide from uh, t- the tax portion of the price, although so that forms a, a minority of the overall cost of gas. So the, uh, the, sort of the basic wholesale price of gas in, in the region is just about a dollar a litre. And so, right, just the, the cost of getting the gas to the lower mainland uh, is, is significant. And it's higher than elsewhere in the, uh, the country, too. So it's um, something particular about the, the lower mainland market, it seems.
0: Yeah, so what is that? So if the government were to say, oh yeah, we'll temporarily take these taxes off, wouldn't that be a big hit to revenue?
1: Yeah, it would be a big hit uh, to revenue. And and so that money... Most of it is, is going to, to do specific things. So there's a, a tax related to, to uh, TransLink, but then, of course, that helps provide for the you know, the bus services in Lower Mainland. There's a, uh, another uh, dedicated tax that uh, helps uh, maintain uh, provincial highways, and so that money would have to come from, from somewhere else as well. And then, of course, there's the carbon tax, but that is also doing something, and that is trying to uh, change uh, uh, behaviors in, in uh, BC so that people start to make different choices with regard to um, uh, transportation and so on. So, in a sense, that tax, by being there, is doing what it's designed to do, which is to make people think about different uh, choices.
0: Now, Stuart, does pressure often come up to governments when gas prices go up? Like, do, do we often look to governments to say, do something?
1: Well I think so it's um it, it's clearly we, we know and every everyone is aware that uh, tax is a portion of that uh, that price. And when we compare the situation, say in Canada to the United States, we see that there is a, a disparity. In Canada, we pay uh, a larger share uh, of uh, tax on on every liter of gas than they do south of the border. And so there is, I think, a uh, sort of knee-jerk reaction whenever we see this sort of sticker shock uh, price jump. Uh, then there is this in, intrinsic desire to to turn to the government. And say, We'll do something about it because, yeah. of course, whenever you are on a, a sort of a, a fixed income and you need to uh, make a choice uh, about how much whether you are going to get more gas or, or make another choice, there is only so many so much flexibility in people's lives. So we're looking for for immediate relief.
0: So are, are we paying more taxes on our gas than elsewhere in Canada?
1: Uh, we are. Uh, the um, the amount here is uh, maybe. I, mean, I was just looking at the numbers, and it's uh, maybe uh, somewhere between five and ten cents more than the uh, the national average. So there is uh, a slight increase, and that makes uh, some sense. And we have. Um, uh, a carbon tax that uh, is just coming online in the rest of Canada. So that gap may actually start to close as we see uh, the carbon tax come online in, in the rest of the country. But those same sorts of, of demands are on every government. So there are revenues going from the, the gasoline tax to pay for uh, things related to transport in different ways. But uh, we do pay a little bit more in BC. That's true.
0: Right. So whenever gas prices do go up, then, then people obviously want to get angry at somebody. Do you think that's kind of what's at play here?
1: Uh, i I've, Certainly, think it is. There's a, a desire when, when, especially whenever you have a, a new record-breaking crisis. Well, this is unprecedented. Unprecedented. Perhaps it's a crisis that requires a response, but it is um at the same time it's uh premier horgan's not wrong in saying that this is a function of of the market there is uh, in the lower mainland we do occasionally have uh limited supplies of gas and if there's a little bit of uh, an interruption that uh, uh bumps the price up and uh, and so that is just a, a market correction It's forcing uh the people buying gas to make uh, different choices again and so we're and uh, essentially asking the government to, to counteract those those market forces or to scrimp on something else, like funding for transit. And uh, it's not clear that that's an easy thing to do when we have all these other priorities, including that sort of background, important consideration. British Columbians are concerned about climate change and are uh, looking for our governments to do something in the long term. It's just it becomes suddenly quite uncomfortable when the long term becomes uh, action right now, and we see the effect on our bottom line.
0: Right. And is that a bit of a political trap then for politicians, right? Is it they're always going to be asked to do something and telling people that it's out of our hands? I don't know how long people are going to put up with that.
1: Well, that's true. And and so we have, we end up with this sort of tension between the urgent and the important, right? It's uh, important that we do something about climate change. And so British Columbians have expressed that they are concerned about uh, climate uh, consistently in polls, but it is urgent that we do something about uh, gas prices right now. And in politics, uh, that the urgent often wins out over over the important. So, I mean, I would not be surprised if we do see, uh, if prices continue to be uh, record-setting, if uh, Premier Horgan would uh, take a, a, some action. Uh, it's, it's limited how much he can do, because much of this money is, is earmarked for one thing or another, but might take some action, because he's, he has communicated in the past through choices, say, around uh, liquid natural gas um, tax subsidies, that, He is willing to take on board concerns about uh, short-term economic considerations and and, and even in long-term. And if that means doing a little less on climate action, then he seems to be willing to live with that.
0: It kind of opens up a Pandora's box, though, doesn't it, Stuart? Like if if you have a politician who says, yeah, okay, I'll help you out with gas prices, does something, doesn't that put the pressure on any future, you know, premier and other politicians say, hey, he did it, why can't you do it?
1: uh yeah it it certainly does uh, this is one of the uh the i mean guess what is it it's a difficulty of living in a democracy because uh, uh horgan is responding to demands he wants to win the next election and so he's going to occasionally take the uh the uh, politically expedient shortcut, even if it's uh, not what in the long-term interests of of the province, of the country, of the world, and he's not being elected by the world, he's being elected by British Columbians, he he may make that expedient choice. And we just uh, sometimes don't end up with the the best long-term policy decisions as a result. That's just part of the deal of being a a popularly elected democracy.
0: That is very well put, by the way, (laughs) with trying to explain how it is that we end up with what we end up with. So, Stuart, if you had to make a prediction here, do you think the government will actually try to do something?
1: I think they're going to try to stay out of it as long as they can and sort of cross their fingers and hope... Some of the uh, I'm not an expert on, on gas supply, but you're going to hope that some of those issues work themselves out and the price uh, comes back down to earth a little bit. But if it does not, and they start to see that there is a building resentment and that people are, are are clamoring for action, then they probably will take at least some short term action and they may try to build it in such a way that it is um, seen as a one-off, so they're not setting that precedent, that trap, as you described it, uh, so that the next time uh, prices uh, bump up a bit, they have to do the same thing. Because that that can completely undermine the uh, the long-term ability to to manage uh, tax burden on gas and, and to do things like uh, maintain an increasing carbon tax regime.
0: Exactly. All right. Stuart, thank you so much for your time. So it was my pleasure anytime. That is Stuart Prest, who's a political scientist at Simon Fraser University. We're talking about the political pitfalls of making potential promises for doing something about gas prices.